Riding tips from the golf course. Each week during lockdown, some fellow golf coaches and myself get together on Zoom. We take it in turns to come up with a question for each other to answer. Last week, the question was, what are your important four pillars in golf? When it comes to my turn, I translate the question into horse riding. So for me, the question was, what are the four important pillars for me in horse riding? Here's a summary of my answer. My four pillars in horse riding are relationship, relaxation, rhythm, and balance, and probably in that order. For me, the relationship with my horse comes before everything else. Relationship before task or end goal. It means abandoning the task I had in mind if my horse isn't confident, trusting of my direction, or willing to follow my intention. I'll go back first and work on that relationship, and often relaxation as well, pillar number two, before returning to the task that I had in mind. Relaxation is a critical second pillar, but the first one I am actively working to achieve. I go back to relationship whenever we get stuck or we go backwards. So why? Well, without relaxation, safety can be very unpredictable, or certainly with my left brain, very large warm blood. The challenge in riding, unlike in golf, is that both myself and my horse have to be relaxed. The complexity runs a little deeper when we realise that relaxation has to be a mental relaxation before it can translate into a physical relaxation. Have you ever seen videos of Carl Philip riding his horses in high dressage movements, but where his horse's muscles are so relaxed and loose and floppy that you can see them move and wobble? There's no tension and no brace. Keep an eye out when you watch other riders ride their horses in dressage moves, and if you think the horse's muscles look relaxed and soft and fluid, or tense and rigid. The third pillar, rhythm, follows from relaxation. It's far easier for a horse or a human's body to find a rhythm and a routine in terms of golf swings once we have relaxation mentally and physically. Without resistance in the mind and body, the tempo we need to produce in riding will be hindered. It will be inconsistent or irregular. And golfers for sure know the depths of frustration that comes from one round of golf on one day feeling great, only to find the next day it goes to pot. Consistency is king on the golf course, so too in the menage, especially when we want to compete. And finally, balance, my fourth pillar. If you have ever, tr ever tried yoga and attempted some one-legged balance poses, or balances on your head, or the balance on your hands when your knees are resting on your elbows and your feet are off the floor, you know the importance of relationship, relaxation and rhythm. First, we have to be kind to ourselves when attempting these poses and not beat ourselves up if we can't do it right away. Secondly, we have to let go of trying too hard and accept that it will come and relax in the process of learning the pose. Thirdly, we break down the pose into steps and build it up so that we can execute the sequence smoothly with flow and rhythm. Finally, we have balance. Balance, for me, tends to be the accumulation of the earlier three pillars. In summary, what are your four pillars of horse riding? If you were asked, what would you reply? If you haven't thought about it before now, have a go. You may find yourself inspired by your own answers. Personally, I don't believe there's a right or a wrong answer. I do, however, know that there is huge value in finding clarity for ourselves and giving ourselves what amounts to a master plan every time we set out to exercise 
or train your horse. So have fun, invent your four pillars and see what other sports people that you interact with, friends or family, would say if you asked them what that meant to them in their sport.